your life in the now supports you to create an amazing and fulfilling life with practical spirituality so that you can overcome your resistive and often negative subconscious mind which blocks, distracts, and sabotages you from becoming your real, true, authentic self. Together we will discover practical, proven methods so that you experience your life and your relationships in a passionate, healthy, and joyous way. This is David Greenwood. Welcome. It's time to live your life in the now. Why do soulmates become woundmates? How can something that starts so good turn so bad? Something that seems like it's what you've been looking for your whole life turn into a nightmare. Hello, this is David Greenwood of Your Life in the Now, helping you to move forward, to improve your relationships, to understand them so that you can live a life of joy, peace, and fulfillment, and find what it's like to healthily live with your soulmate. So as we go through this today, perhaps you've heard of the term soulmate. There's probably many people who have many different definitions, but basically to me, a soulmate is someone that resonates so closely with you, it feels like your other half. In old times, they used to call them twin flames. I'm sure there's many other names for it, but it's somebody that just seems so like you, that fits so perfectly for you, like the person you've been looking for your entire life. So that's the definition of a soulmate. Now, it doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship. It can be a friendship, somebody that just feels very close. It's just that when you're able to be intimate with somebody, like in a romantic relationship, it really deepens the experience. Have you ever been with somebody that you feel is your soulmate? Have you ever been attracted to somebody that you felt was just the perfect person for you? And sometimes it worked out for you to be with this person. Sometimes it didn't. We want to explore what happens when soulmates become woundmates. So what exactly is a woundmate? How can something so amazing with a soulmate turn into something so negative that you could call it a woundmate? A woundmate is simply somebody who seems to trigger your deepest issues and you trigger theirs. So that life with such a person becomes something so strifeful, so unhappy, so negative, so destructive that you seem to go down in a spiral of negativity and in the exact opposite of how it started. So let's review life with a soulmate. What, what does it feel like? In the beginning, it just feels like your life is suddenly complete. It's like you're in another world. Everything seems richer and more colorful. The sounds are better. You're interested in music, creativity. All these things simply bring out the best of us. This is the amazing thing about relationships. They will bring out the very best of you. They'll bring out parts of you that we call your inner parts, your younger part. You've heard of the young inner child where there's older teens. There's older child ages parts within you. There's many parts that we all have in our subconscious. We're very complex beings, multifaceted. And when you find a soulmate or somebody that resonates so closely with you, all these parts get triggered and they all come into your life. It's as if you just didn't even know they were there, that suddenly everything changes and life is just so much more amazing. And you might even begin to wonder, well, what was I like before that? How come I was living this life without these parts of me? 
feeling this way, happier, more amazing, just bring out the best of you. Now, this sounds really good. This is what people want. You want to feel this way. This is what falling in love feels like. Unfortunately, there is a side that you want to be very aware of. Otherwise, your soulmate can turn into your woundmate. That's right. So how can something so amazing turn into something so challenging? Somehow the very best parts of you transform into something that is not what you wanted. It just makes life more difficult. So first let's talk about a principle that's so important that if you miss it and don't understand it, your life is going to be so much more difficult. And that is simply this. We draw to us what we need to heal. That's right. We draw to us what we need to heal. It's like the law of attraction. We attract to us exactly what we want from a deeper level, what we need for healing to become even more amazing because we're being held back by the old beliefs, the old conditioning of those subconscious programming that tells you it can't work, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not strong enough, you can't do it, it won't work on and on and on negatively. And as you probably heard before, the subconscious is so powerful that if it has a negative opinion or belief about something, you're consciously not going to be able to overcome it no matter how much you try. I remember in certain parts of your life, you do things really well. Nothing is in your way. That's when your subconscious is healthy in that area. It's in agreement with what you consciously want. It's a wonderful flowing action. It's only when you find a part that your subconscious is in resistance to. It doesn't believe it. It doesn't feel like you deserve to have it or that it's so very dangerous for you to want that, that it will sabotage you, block you distract you, do whatever it can to keep you from going that direction. Now, basically, this is because the fear of success is far worse than the fear of failure. The fear of failure can be a little blip along the way of disappointment. But the fear of success is tremendously worrisome, concerning, destructive to your subconscious mind because it has a belief about you, about what you deserve. And if you think you deserve to be successful, and it doesn't believe you do, it feels that you are setting yourself up for a fall, that you're going to present yourself as successful, and everybody's going to see you're really a phony, you're a failure, you're pretending. And if that happens, your subconscious is so worried that you're going to fall so far and be so wounded that it won't be able to pick you back up and put you back together again. The fear of success keeps you from moving forward. It's not your fear of success, it's your subconscious fear of success. So what we want to do is have the subconscious heal. The ego has to get healthier. And then it knows and believes that yes, you do deserve to be successful in whatever your endeavor is. It no longer blocks you. It's no longer worried about it because it believes you. So this fear of success will also enter into the idea of soulmates. Because when you draw something so amazing, it's going to cause a reaction in your subconscious mind. I guarantee it. Because nobody was brought up perfectly in the environment, in the culture, with parents, siblings, experiences. Things happen to you in those first 16 years when you're very suggestible. We're in a trance state. The same states we use for hypnosis because you're suggestible. Unfortunately, many of the things that go into us during those first 16 years as we're developing the analytical mind, eventually by 16 we fully have that. Until then, you've still got aspects of a hypnotic trance state. 
And all that negativity that goes in there is programming your subconscious in a negative belief. It's positive and negative. We're not worried about the positive. We're focusing on the negative aspects. So what happens is when you have that negative belief, it's going to get triggered when you find your soulmate because suddenly something so good and so powerful in the beginning, those parts of you overwhelm your subconscious with this joy, but pretty soon the issues start arising. Something so amazing is going to trigger the things within you that aren't so amazing. It's going to trigger the old worries and fears, the jealousies, the insecurities, the doubts, the anxieties, the depression. All those things are going to start arising within you, depending upon how much you have in your subconscious. That what once seems so perfect begins to feel more like a traumatic experience because it keeps bringing up your issues. So how did this happen? So remember, when we attract what we need to heal, we're going to draw somebody so amazing like a soulmate, they are going to bring out the very best and very worst of us. Something so perfect is going to trigger your deepest fears. That fear of success, of having what you've always wanted. This is a gift of a soulmate. For they'll bring up the very best of you and your deepest fears. But this is really an amazing benefit that your soulmate brings you. It only seems like a wound mate if you mistakenly have the belief that triggering your issues is a bad thing. In reality, it's the absolute best thing you could ever hope for. For if you have the desire and the ability to want to heal your issues and to be so much more than we are being held back by the conditioned mind, we need to address our issues. That's right. If you don't, what once seems so amazing with a soulmate will degenerate into a wound mate in the worst of ways. So it only feels like a wound mate. But in reality, as you reframe it, it's not a wound mate at all. It's just bringing up your wounds, your issues. But if you're not aware of that, that you actually drew to this amazing experience to heal your own wounds and work together with your soulmate so you both move forward... If you resist it, you're going to start fighting, the criticism, the condemnation, the judgment, the stonewalling. All those will become part of your daily experience. And eventually, it's going to bring out the worst of you and your other soulmate. And finally, you'll probably break up. It doesn't have to happen. Because drawing someone like a soulmate matches you so well. It's an amazing gift, an opportunity for both of you to move forward to enjoy the best and to heal your worst. Your worst are just your issues, your fears. They're just there to help you. It doesn't have to be the end of the relationship. It's a beginning of all that you've wanted. Healing you as an individual creates a healthy relationship. And as we said before, it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. To have a soulmate can be a close friend. But the romantic relationship, because of that intimacy, will allow you for the deepest, richest, most transformative growth the growth that you want to have to be the person you want to be. So rejoice if you're in a relationship with a soulmate and start using the issues that come up as opportunities for growth. Treat it wisely, for it can be the pathway to the life you wish to live. So I hope this will help you if you're drawing someone that seems so amazing and suddenly it seems to be falling apart it's not the fault of the relationship. It's nobody's fault at all. In fact, it's the very best thing that could happen. I know it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't feel like it when your issues arise. 
But remember, you're not a victim to life. You're not a victim to anybody else. You drew it to you. You're not even a victim to life. Some people say life brought it to me. Well, no, I don't think so. You brought it. Life is set up that way, but it's set up so that you are the co-creator of your life. That's right. What you focus on, you become. The law of attraction is simply the law that states that what you focus on, what you resonate with, is attracting like. It's attracting somebody like you so that you can heal. The amazing thing of life is that we draw exactly what we need to heal. When you think about it, it's just unbelievable that we have everything within us for our own salvation. You don't have to look outside of yourself. Now, somebody can trigger it and help you along the way, but you're the one that does the work. And as you do, you transform yourself, your life, and your soulmate does as well. And the relationship flowers, grows, and deepens, and becomes truly the relationship, that twin flame, the soulmate, the joy, the happiness that you do deserve and desire. This is David Greenwood. I hope this helps you to move forward in your daily life, to see your relationships in a different way. It doesn't have to be with a soulmate. It can be with somebody that you just love. It may not feel like a soulmate. It doesn't matter. Allow yourself to deepen that experience as much as you can. Learn from it. And if they're not bringing up your issues, it's probably not the depth of the connection that you wanted. You can settle, of course, and not address your issues, but they're still going to haunt you the rest of your life. The choice is yours. Oh, 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 oh,